Los Alos, it's me, it's your man, it's your main man, Owals, and I'm back with you. Uh, episode number 108 coming your way. I hope I'm right with that number. I could be wrong. I think it's 108. Let me double check. God, I have to think. Here we go. Here we go. We're doing it live. Doing it live, everybody. Uh, episode 108. Yes, 108. I was right. How about that? I, I, do, I can remember things. I can remember things. Um, so as always, thank you to everybody. I appreciate you guys coming, uh, watching, listening, hanging out, just checking out the pod. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, as always, big thanks to producer Kevin. Uh, he he makes this thing go. Uh, and if you could, please rate, review, comment, subscribe, and share. Uh, that's that's a big thing. Got a got a fun show coming. Uh, talking talking some Royal Rumble, talking conference championships, talking UNC uh, basketball, Flyers hockey, uh, a lot of fun stuff. Golf, passing thoughts. Um, joined by the roommate today, her uh, her annual appearance for the Royal Rumble. Uh, before we dive in. Uh, Liquid IV, if you're looking for 20% off, you know the deal. Promo code OWH, O for O for O, W for walls, H for house. Promo code OWH, Liquid IV, uh, convenient little packaging. Um, dump right in 16 ounces of water and you're ready to go. Uh, three times the hydration as water alone, more than twice as many electrolytes as the leading sports brands. Uh, they come in all the flavors. I like uh, Concord Grape. I put one in uh, most mornings, so... Uh, 20% off at liquidiv.com or the link in the show notes below. Um, without any further ado, let's uh, let's dive into it. The Kansas City Chiefs dynasty. Dynasty. That's what it is. It's a dynasty. Rolls on to another Super Bowl. Just incredible. Uh, that is... <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> I'm dying. I'm dying, people. That is one... Two, three, four Super Bowls in the last five years. Uh, that was their sixth straight, sixth straight AFC championship. Every year, Patrick Mahomes has been their starting quarterback. He has been to the AFC championship uh, to go with his three MVPs. Uh, or sorry, two MVPs and two Super Bowl MVPs. I just got a little confused there. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what what more can you say? Travis Kelsey has uh, has had a very, very good postseason after a very, very average, very, very average uh, regular season. Um, Lamar Jackson did catch his own pass today. That was pretty fucking cool. It was going to get picked off, and uh, he caught it and prevented that pick. So that was very helpful to them early in the game. Just looking through my notes here, uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs had some issues in the first half with some penalties. They, I think, they only had three penalties in the entire game, uh, and two of them, two of them came at the very end of the first half, kind of knocked them out of field goal position. They worked themselves back in uh, and got the field goal. They got up seventeen to seven, and it felt like it should have been more. They never scored in the second half. There were only three points scored in the second half after it started off. I think they both scored within the first – did they score in, like, their first two drives of the game? It was within the first couple minutes. Yeah, it was the first two drives. Casey marched it right down, big, long drive, and found <clears throat> found uh, found Kelsey. And then the Ravens came right back and, and hit uh, 
hit flowers, and then we got a, an early touchdown in the second quarter, and then we never saw a score again, pretty much. We saw a couple field goals. Got weird. Got weird. And uh, But the Ravens killed themselves, man. Sloppiness. Sloppiness. Not good on third down. 3 of 11. Uh, got dominated on time possession. Eight penalties for 95 yards compared to three for 30 with the Chiefs. Four sacks allowed. And then they turned it over three times. The, the, the big one was Lamar Jackson in the fourth quarter. I, I made a note here. Uh, 6.45 left. They're down 17-7, to seven, and they are driving. And they were pinned deep at one point, and it was fourth down. And they converted it to OBJ. And Lamar tried to throw it into triple coverage into the end zone, and it was picked off. And that was... That was it, man. Like that was that was the game essentially. Uh, they still had some. Cha- they still had a chance to stop them on defense. And did they kick a field goal after that, or was that? Yeah, they ended up kicking the field goal later and getting it down to a one-score game. And with just, I think, with the Ravens out of timeouts, it was third and eleven. The next stop was going to be the two-minute warning. Patrick Mahomes found MVS deep. With no time remaining, I'm uh, sorry, with no timeouts remaining for the Baltimore Ravens. And that was it. That iced the game. So the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, 30 of 39 for 241. Lamar Jackson, 20 of 37 for 272. There was a point early in the game that Jim Nance, they, they go to the, the booth picture. It's Nance and Romo standing next to each other. And Jim Nance goes, uh, Lamar Jackson's only completed five passes in this game. And Tony Romo just goes, ah. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking great. Romo's just fucking winging it out there. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, just the Chiefs, man. I don't know what you can say. I know people are fed up with them. I know the Taylor Swift. People are not fucking saying anything. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, it's getting hard. I get it. I get it, man. I actually don't care about the Taylor Swift thing. They show it for six minutes across three fucking hours. Like, whatever. But man, you got you got to give it to you got to give it to them. You got to give it to the Chiefs. How do you not? Four Super Bowl in five years, six straight conference championships. So with Mahomes, Mahomes has been to four Super Bowls in six years. God, they're looking to win their third. I mean, at this point right now, there's they'd be 50-50 if they lost in the Super Bowl. Woof, woof. It's impressive, man. It's impressive. Andy Reid is second all-time in playoff wins, I believe now, uh, just behind Bill Belichick. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, I mentioned this last week. Most uh, TD connections of any duo in a playoffs. They pass Gronkowski and Brady. I did see a, a ludicrous thing. I mean, I don't even know how this ended up on my Twitter timeline. I haven't even read that much Twitter today. Jamel Hill, that Mahomes doesn't have to pass Brady in Super Bowls to become the, the best ever. And I was like, oh, I don't know if that's true because Brady beat him twice. Once in the Super Bowl and once in the conference championship. Beat him in the 2018 conference championship. Granted, that was the first year Patrick Mahomes. But then the year they lost the Super Bowl to the Bucs, like that was prime Patrick Mahomes. They had already won the Super Bowl. They were defending Super Bowl champs. And I know Mahomes was on his fucking bicycle that game, but. It is what it is. So I don't know if we should go that far. 
current game, current game going on. It's halftime right now. The Detroit Lions are fucking giving it to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the Lions doing what the Packers could not. In their first two drives, the Lions scored. They punt, then they score again. So in their first four drives, the Lions scored three touchdowns. Three touchdowns in their first four drives. That's exactly what the Packers didn't do. They kicked field goals or turned it over. Then they just got another. Uh, they just got another um, uh, field goal here at the end of the half with some huge conversions. The Niners had it set up that they could get the ball back. So they got one third down stop. They'd have the ball at the end of the first half, and then I then they get the ball coming out in the second half. The old patented Kyle Shannon. That's exactly what he wants to do, and it got fucking smothered because the Lions picked up some incredible third down conversions. They picked up a third and 18 and a third and 12, and then picked up a third and six in the red zone to bleed the clock down. They ended up kicking the field goal with like there. I think the play started with 10 seconds. I walked over here right after to get this, get this going. So the lions, the lions just giving it, just giving it to the 49ers. It's 24 to seven right now. Jared Goff is 13 to 20 for a buck 45. David Montgomery has rushed for 60 yards already in a touchdown. Uh, where's the rest of the stats here? Let me get in here. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is 11 of 46 and it for a touchdown. That seems like, it seems like he should have more. Cause I was just like, God damn, Jameer Gibbs looks like he's killing it. Antonio, uh, not Antonio. I'm in Ross St. Brown. I was thinking Antonio Brown, crazy fucker. Amon Ross St. Brown has five catches for 73 yards. Laporta has four for 45. It's it's just been a just a domination, man. Just a domination. And Brock Purdy, not great. Not great. Is the Purdy Pumpkin Watch? Purdy Pumpkin Watch. We are out in full force. Purdy Pumpkin Watch, 7 of 15, just 93 yards, an interception, a passer rating of 39. 39. They've bottled up McCaffrey pretty well. 10, yard, 10 carries, 29 yards. Uh, just two receptions for, for Debo uh, on three targets for 21 yards as well. So just the big thing, Lions doing what the Packers couldn't, converting. If they keep converting, uh, we'll, we'll see if the 49ers coming out of halftime can make this thing a game. I'm going to forewarn you guys right now, right now. If the 49ers don't make this thing a game, this will be the sign-off. This will be the sign-off. <laughs> the 49ers at least make it a game. I'm, I'll come back. But if they don't, I mean, let's go Lions, Lions Chiefs. There's plenty of time next week for me to talk preview. So I'll say this. If the Lions get this thing going and just kind of start putting it away slowly, your boy's going to bed. And uh, we'll, we'll move on. If the if the 49ers make this interesting, I'll be back on here. So uh, we'll uh, we'll move on to the next thing. It could either be more of me talking 49ers-Lions or if the Lions just keep putting them on them, that could be it. Let's keep going. That's uh, not quite what I envisioned, people. I was, uh, at halftime, I was ready to pack it up, go to bed, and wowza. And just an all-time choke. Oh, man. Lions fans got to be sick to, sick to their stomach. Oh. Oh. I'm almost speechless. 24-7 at halftime. And then the 49ers come out and score 27 unanswered points. 27 
unanswered points. And it, they, they get the field goal on the first drive. And then from there, it just it just all goes to hell for the Detroit Lions. And I, this is what I wrote in my notes. This is after the field goal. Reynolds drops pass on fourth with 635 left in the third. Dot, dot, dot could be a tied turner. I did not, not even, not even in writing that out, typing that out on my phone, did I think to myself what, what I was saying with like typing that out. I thought, you know, it could be a tight turn. This game could get tight. And the fucking Niners were covering. They weren't just winning. They were covering up until that last fucking Lions touchdown. That's, oh my God. I feel so bad for Lions fans. I feel so bad, man. That was largest halftime deficit in a conference championship ever. I just got the notification. Oh, and then Purdy, he hits Ayuk. The, the, the pass bounces off the Lions uh, defender's face mask. Uh, then Ayuk scores it just a couple of plays later. And then it's it's just hell all over again. The Lions fumble on the first play in the following drive. And then it's tied. And then it's a third down right after that. And Reynolds dropped another ball. Perfectly thrown in stride. Hits him in the hands. It hits him in the gut. And the Lions go three and out. And then, and then, the Lions went for it from the Niners 30 with 732 that left to go in the fourth. The field goal would have tied it. They didn't get it. And meanwhile, in the second half, Brock Purdy looked like Mike Vick out there. Looked like Mike Vick. So we have a rematch of the Super Bowl from 2019, from 2019. So the the 49ers who had been in their fourth conference championship in the last few years, let me look this up, will face the Kansas City Chiefs. And oh, just the, the heartbreak that must that must be going on in in Detroit. They were they were bumping. Oh, it just oh. Now uh 49ers have been to this was their fourth straight NFC championship game. They beat the Packers, of course. Back oh sorry, fourth of the last five. They 2020 they did not. So it was uh, the 2019 year, they they went to the Super Bowl, lost to the Chiefs, uh, lost to the Rams in 21, lost to the Eagles. Now they're going back. So haven't haven't walked away with a Super Bowl in this stretch, but uh, they're they're back again. Now I I do want to say something. This is Dan Campbell. This is what he does. 
oh man, these were four plays, four plays that really killed. I, I've just got pictures. I'm, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I'm so just baffled. Reynolds drops a fourth down, dropped INT becomes a 50 yard play. Gibbs fumbles, Reynolds throws down drop. Those are, those are the four plays. Those are the four plays. Um, Bad, Michael Badgley was 77.1% from 40 to 49 yards. So I think that's the, the decision-making process there is that they weren't he, – he wasn't sure about it. Also, he goes for it all the time. Dan Campbell is always going for it. They talk about it every game. The, the, the Lions go for it more than anybody. The Lions go for it more than anybody. The Lions, you get a beat in your brain. I'm going to say one thing with that. You got to come with what you know. And Dan Campbell came with what he know. I guess go down swinging, right? I mean, here's the thing. Two catches and don't fumble, the Lions are marching to the Super Bowl. The Lions should have won that game. I think you're – I'm going to get out way over my skis and way out ahead of myself. The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Because the 49ers should have lost two games in a row now. And they had two NFC North teams to show. Uh, plenty more. Plenty more next week on the Super Bowl. We'll look into stuff. Uh, we'll get into some prop bets. So we'll uh, we'll just continue on with the pod here now. Roommate's here with me to talk about the Rumble. Um, roommate, why don't you lead it off? You just, you, just, you just let it fly early here. Well, I mean, I fell asleep. I feel like that says it all. Is I fell asleep during like the last like four guys or something, the mm. men's was terrible. I do have comments on the women's. Like, I feel like the women's was, was worth was worth watching. Would you agree? The women's wasn't bad. The men's sucked. The men's was awful. It wasn't just not good. It was bad. It was just not good. We'll get there. But you go ahead with the women's. I'll have some thoughts on that, too. Okay, number three in Bailey, B-A-Y-L-E-Y. Who spells it like that? I No. What would you normally spell it like? Not like that. Mm-hmm. With Bay. Why is there a Y in the middle? Like Bay. What up, Bay? B-A-Y. No. Number seven. Azu- Azuka? Asuka. Asuka? Yeah. Why, why with the devil mask? And why is she wearing a thong over her pants? Mm. I have those questions. Number 10, Bianca Belair. Still my favorite. The outfit still kills. She can lift everybody in there. I love it. Everybody. And then, oh, okay, well. She eliminated Jordan, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Jordan, which brings us to Jordan. She was still. She How was, many steroids is she on? Probably all of them. Um, she was the TNA world champ, so that was actually kind of cool. She like works for a different company. Jordan. Yeah. Well, they have the drugs at that company because <laughs> she looked different than the other women out there. Um. Oh, Natalia. She's a little bit older. Yeah, I think she's had she's a lot. She's been of work around. Done. She's been around when she. She got eliminated. She just like rolled out. Like it was this like gentle roll. Like, 
we got to be careful with this one. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, one. yeah. When they eliminated her, it was like a soft roll out. I was like, oh, she she must have been like, I can't can't take much. Um, Chelsea Green. I don't even remember her. All I wrote was, what is she wearing? Oh. Is it worth is it worse with or without the skirt? Because she had like the skirt thing on, yeah. like the big poof skirt. It was Chelsea Green way. was fucking killing it in that match, by the way. She was like the one who was getting beat up by everybody for the longest time. Mm. Chelsea Green, I I made a note that Chelsea Green was the star of the first half of that rumble. Um oh Zelina Vega. Mm. Was this the Victoria's Secret Angels show or the WWE because the outfit she had Fine on me. nasty. Then oh, we're just continuing down like kind of just this is like me like slut shaming basically. Um, Max nice. Maxine Dupree, she looks like a porn star Barbie. And why does she have two X's in her name? Well, why not? I'm embarrassed for the female gender. I don't even know who Maxine Dupree is. Was I watching? She lasted, I think, about five seconds. She was in all fucking pink. It was ridiculous. She was leaning into the Barbie era. Oh, and then, oh, this, this is when I was really sad to be, like, for for all womankind. <laughs> Number 29. It's Tiffy time. It's Tiffy time. It Kill me. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Those words should never be uttered, ever. seem upset That's about it. that. That's all I've got for women's. You had no thoughts on Jade Cargill? She was good. She was very athletic as well. Yeah. She was very athletic as well. She was fucking well. killing it. She was. I didn't even write down who won. <laughs> Bailey. Bailey won. I don't have anything against her. They did uh, They did a very smooth... She lasted a long time. Yeah, she came in Go three hard. and one. They did a very smooth thing where she could uh, get kind of the cheap heel win and... <laughs> while Cargill and Bianca Belair and everybody else was kind of like out fighting on the edge. So, well, yeah, because Bianca's a baddie. You have it's a tough one. You have more thoughts. There was a fatal four way match. I don't think you were very interested in for the, uh, the universal title. That shit in between the women's and the men's cut it, cut it, get to the good stuff. We all know what we're here for. And it's some of that bullshit in the middle. And it certainly wasn't that second thing. The Kevin Owens Logan Paul match. I actually thought both of those matches were decent. Um, do you have do you have men th men's thoughts, men's rumble thoughts? I do, I do. Go. You go. I'm just gonna Can let you go. go. Oh, I don't have much. There's really not much to say because it wasn't entertaining. No, it sucked. It was boring. I couldn't. Keep my, it was too late in the night. <laughs> I couldn't keep my eyes open. Um. Oh, Dominic Mysterio. Didn't you have him as one of like? Yeah, he your was. Guys? He was one of my guys. My guys suck. So the guys I got in my in my pool, I'll just list off some names here. Have you explained this this pool thing? Everybody gets it. You get you draw numbers out of a hat, and you get whoever comes in at that number. Um, I was uh, saddled with Grayson Waller at the third pick, at the third entrant rather. Uh, Dominic Mysterio at number nine. Um, I got Finn Balor. I would have been excited about Finn Balor in twenty twenty one, maybe. Uh, Kofi Kingston at 17. I didn't even see Kofi get kicked out of the ring. Why didn't we get a cool Kofi spot? What the fuck was that? I don't think he lasted long. Uh, I, then I got Omos or Osmos or whatever that big idiot's <laughs> name is. And then I got JD McDonough, who I researched a little and is part of uh, Judgment Day. But his head is too big for his body? <sighs> you thought he was a midget. 
He was very small compared to the other people. Not his head. Okay, Dominic Mysterio. He looks... I would cross the street if I saw him. He Well, he's has... a felon. He's been in jail. For serious? No, it's part of the storyline. Okay. Well, he, he's a little bitch in the storyline. He out. He goes to jail and acts the like he's biggest a creeper vibes. Like he, that is like what women run far away from. Not mommy. <laughs> Rhea Ripley, you know the big bitch with the black hair. Yeah. They're like a like a, a thing in the show, I believe, and he calls her mommy. Yep. Okay, further, like, proving my point, this guy gives me the ick. Um, Car- Carlito? Yeah. Is that him? Wait. Why did he pull an apple out of his crotch? What Fuck was that? Don't talk shit on Carlito. The only problem with Carlito <laughs> is his music. Where did his good music go? Why does he have just some generic bullshit Mexican wrestler music? He used to have the best music ever. It used to start with, I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. And then it was like a Caribbean thing. And now it's just like some bullshit dumb one. Continue. Ludwig Kaiser? Yeah, he sucked. Uh, (laughs) Looks like a meth head. (laughs) He's part of... uh, Looks like a meth head. He's part of Gunther's uh, group. Okay, well, he also looks disturbing. Who, Gunther? No. Oh. Ludwig, okay. him and Dominic, I, they scare me. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I know The Miz has, like, ha- has or had his own show or whatever and is, like, really popular. I just, I don't, uh-uh. He, mm-mm. No, and what's with the name? What is the name? What is that? It was from Real World. It was, like, his alter ego. He's, like, I'm Mike, but I'm the Miz. But why? Because it sounds like Miz, like, and then you say somebody's last name. So it just reminds me like a woman. Um, Damien Priest outfit. It looks like a woman's corset. Oh yeah, he does wear it that. It looks like, like women's lingerie. Yeah. And then McIntyre's really clinging to his hairline. Drew? I don't know. Big guy? All I wrote was McIntyre. Now I gotta see this. Because I was so bored and tired at this point and not engaged. You yes. think he's clinging to his hairline? Yes. Last night it really it really looked oh, like he was clinging to it. Might just have a big forehead. Mm, no, last night, maybe that's not the most updated picture, but last night we were clinging for dear life to our hairline. I don't know. I do. That was from last night. That picture right there. Well, at one point it looked bad. All right, hang on. I got to show everybody. I got to show everybody this because I don't think you're right at all. Well, there's Drew McIntyre. The guy's got a full head of hair. Look at that. Full head of hair. Okay, well, agree to disagree. Okay. That's um, all I've got. It was. It sucked. It sucked. And I don't have much more to, either. It didn't live up to the hype. I wait all year for this. It's kind of the only one I like to watch. I'm just going to read off the names of like the first 15 entrants. The first 14 entrants. Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso. I don't know. That should have been better, but then it was. It wasn't. Grayson Waller, I don't even know who that loser is. Andrade, who I guess just came back to WWE and I never knew he left. Carmelo Hayes, Shinsuke Nakamura, who has he been cool in like seven years? Uh, Santos Escobar, Karrion Cross, 
Dominic Mysterio, Carlito without his music. But what's the apple? The, the apple was cool. Those Bobby Lashley, like is Bobby Lashley still cool? He was the first guy I was like, okay. Austin Theory, Finn Balor, like Cody Rhodes at 15 was the first time anyone of interest came in. Um, Bronson Reed, whatever, Kofi, whatever. Gunter, he's a big deal. He's like the IC champ. Ivar. Uh Braun Breaker is a badass, though. Uh Braun Breaker is really cool. I'm a I'm a big fan of Braun Breaker. He's a he's a Steiner. Omos. They wasted McAfee. McAfee just kind of jumped up on the edge and like fake got in and then got out. JD McDonough's head that's way too big for his body. Uh, R-Truth was the best part of the entire Rumble when he was on the cor- on the apron looking for the hot tag. That was the best part of the entire Rumble. Yeah, I mean, like, the last of the last three guys who came in after Punk came in at 27, it was Ricochet at 28, Drew McIntyre, which is fine, and then Sami Zayn was 30. I didn't, like, Sami Zayn's been gone. That didn't work. There were no surprises. There was no fun, like, spots. Nobody came in and dominated and cleaned house. Nobody was, like, just whipping people out of there one by one until, you know, a badass came in. It all sucked. You got anything else? Chiefs-Ravens are about to start here. Hoping for a better one next year. Alrighty. Uh, Flyers update. Uh, The update is not good. Not good, people. Uh, Flyers now losers of five straight. Five straight games. uh, Just outright losses. Uh, it's not ideal. Not ideal. Somehow, through all of that, they still maintained third third place in the division. Uh, in the wild card, they wouldn't be out, though. So now we're, now we're at the point where it's maintaining the, the third place in the division. They've went from we're in second place. They are now five points behind the Carolina Hurricanes, who are in second place, and seven points behind the, the New York Rangers both of whom have played less games. So uh, the the five-game losing streak into the uh, the All-Star break was probably not the look we were get, looking for. Uh, when is the NHL All-Star game? I think that's the NHL All-Star game is Saturday, February 3rd. Saturday, February 3rd. So the Flyers don't play again until Tuesday, February 6th. And they come right back out, and it's like on again. Because they have to go to Florida to play the Panthers. Then they host the Winnipeg Jets, both very, very good teams. And then they host the Kraken. And I think the Kraken are kind of a middling team. Yeah, middling to, to poor. Uh, so it, it's it's on for the Flyers coming out. Uh, the Flyers currently 25-19 and 6, so 25 and 25. I kept, you know, pumping up that goal differential. I've always been saying that's a good thing. We are now in the negatives. Of the goal differential because we've been getting fucking pummeled lately. Pummeled. I mean, in this five-game losing streak, 7-4-5-3-6-3-3-0-6-2. So just in these last five games, in the last five games, after they just dominated the start, they were on such a nice streak. They'd won five in a row before that, and they just give it all away. Um, but 12, 18, 21, 27 goals in the last five games uh, given up while only scoring 12. Wowza. Oofta, 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 oofta. Not good. Not good. Not good. Uh, let's let's continue with the, the kind of the other sports trajectory here. 
Uh, let's talk my 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 uh, my Tar Heels, my heels. Uh, two good wins again. They go into Florida State, pick up a win. We're trailing at halftime. Had a good second half there. Uh, a real balanced effort from everybody. R.J. Davis, 24 points. Um, my guy Harrison Ingram with 13. Elliot Cadeau. Elliot Cadeau uh, with 16 points. Armando Baycat, five points. Uh, I know they're the third-ranked team in the country right now, which is crazy to me. Craziness. But... If they're going to, like, be good, Baycott's got to contribute. I know it's kind of moved to a point where he doesn't necessarily have to anymore, but it's he's going to have to do more than score five points. I mean, five points is just not going to cut it. And that's what he scored against Wake Forest, too. R.J. Davis against Wake Forest. In a game that was tight at halftime again here, they were actually losing just by a point at halftime uh, against a, a pretty outmatched Wake Forest team. R.J. Davis goes crazy, scores 38 points. Again, Elliott Cadell, 14 points. 14 points to go along with three assists. Uh, I, the one thing as I'm just kind of looking through, and I'm, as, I, as I see the stat, it, it makes sense. There's not a lot of assists with this team. Uh, you know, in their last game, Cadell with five, Davis with four, nobody else with more than two. So they're, they're, they're creating their own shot, uh, It's it, you know, it kind of seems. So... Uh, but yeah, so two more wins, two more wins. I think they are firmly out ahead at the, yep, they are the, uh, they are nine and O in conference play in the ACC. Uh, they've won 10 games in a row, uh, have not lost the game at home or away. All their losses have been neutral site actually. So uh, second place is Duke at six and two. Virginia is six and three. And then, uh, you know, it, it comes to this is next week now, next Saturday. Uh, February 3rd, the first installment of Duke UNC of the 2024 year. Uh, so we are, we're getting look, we're for, looking forward to that. Uh, Carolina has a stopover at Georgia Tech on Tuesday. Georgia Tech, the Yellow Jackets. Georgia Tech is uh, struggling. Two and seven in conference play, nine and 11 overall. One of the worst teams in the league. So, don't get caught looking ahead. That's kind of a thing. Like, don't don't get caught watching the paint dry there. Don't get on the, you know, looking ahead to Duke on Saturday. Duke, the, the 12th ranked team in the country. As I said, second place. They, uh, they snuck one out yesterday against Clemson. They pick up a 72-71 win. Um, had beat the, the helpless Louisville Cardinal, who may be the worst team in the ACC period. Um, they play at Virginia Tech tomorrow, a team that feels like they upset Duke all the time. Uh, and then they had to uh, they had a eight miles down Tobacco Road to Chapel Hill on Saturday. So in Carolina on Saturday, uh, Duke could sneak into the the college the top twenty top ten in the in the college basketball top twenty five. Let's see let's see what else happened. Um, that kid from Tennessee, I got to catch a Tennessee game. Apparently, this Dalton Connect character is uh, is quite the player. Quite the player. Uh, let's see. UConn and does it not usually? It doesn't want to just be like, hey, here's. Okay, we'll we'll go through the week of college basketball. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Who else played Saturday? No, I want Saturday. They play a lot of games there. Uh, Wisconsin's kind of good. Tennessee wins their top five. Houston number four wins number six. Kentucky wins. Number seven, Kansas loses at Iowa State. That could sneak Duke back into the top ten. Auburn, number eight, 
loses um, at Mississippi State. So a couple teams out ahead of them that they could they could swing by. Number eleven, Oklahoma loses. So uh, looks very good for Duke to to sneak maybe back up into the top ten. Uh, we get a top ten Duke UNC matchup. It doesn't make any difference really, but always cool. I think Arizona lost earlier this week as well. Wisconsin big win over Michigan State. Uh, that contributed some of the parking issues I had that I will talk about later. Yeah, Oregon State beat uh, Arizona on that was Thursday. So yes, it uh, it appears Auburn also lost to Alabama, so they're for sure coming out. Illinois, the number ten team, lost to to Northwestern earlier in the week. This is Duke is going to fly up the rankings. Jeez, they're going to be like the sixth ranked team. Kentucky, the sixth ranked Kentucky team lost. Oklahoma lost earlier this week too. There is all sorts of space going to be up ahead for for Duke this week. Wowza, wowza! So yeah, that's uh, that's for sure going to be a top ten matchup. Could be like two, three versus six. I didn't see if UConn or any of them lost, uh, but yeah. So all right. Some people just know that the best rate for you is a rate the based on you. Best rate Not for me is a rate based on, on me. What am I? Oh, at nine. <laughs> the, the ESPN page was giving me an ad. I was very confused. I was here. Do, do, do. Some people know the best rate based on you. What are you talking about? Uh, golf. Golf. I had every single intention of watching more golf this week and then didn't watch any of it. Not a, I watched five fucking minutes and I looked at the leaderboard and was like, eh. And I went on and, and, and watched a TV show. I mean, Mateo Pavon won. Nikolai Hoygaard, who was kind of an interesting thing. I did have a friend text me about Nikolai Hoygaard the entire time. It was pretty funny. Um, Steven Yeager, Nate Lashley. Who is Jay Knapp? I think, is this the Jake Knapp? This is the kid who hits it a mile, maybe? I don't know. Bo Hostler. Finau finished sixth. He shot three under on Saturday to kind of maybe sneak his way up in there. I mean, Xander Shoffley and Hideki Matsuyama and, and Ludwig Abarge. Is it Abarge? Is that how to say it? Or Aberg? I don't know. But, like, what? Will Zalatoris. Actually, there's a name I'm actually interested in. Will Zalatoris with a nice finish. But, yeah, it's golf. I will watch this weekend. It's the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. It's a signature event or designated event, whatever they call it now. That's this weekend, uh, this coming weekend. Obviously, there's no there's no football. We're, we're getting the – I'm recording this uh, about 45 minutes before uh, the game start on Sunday. So, there's no football next week. So, golf is golf is the headliner. Next week, and then we get the the Waste Management Phoenix Open on Super Bowl Sunday. Love that tournament. So it is uh, it's golf season uh, next week. I know. I think I probably said something similar uh, to that <laughs> starting starting before this week, but uh, I mean it this time. I mean it. So yeah, I think that's I think that's everything. Uh, time for some passing thoughts. A uh, couple of a couple of stories I found interesting this week. Uh, WWE Raw, WWE Raw will be moving to Netflix. Netflix starting in 2025. 2025. So a little, a little under a year from now, Raw will be live on Netflix. 
Does that mean we get no commercials? I'm sure not. I'm sure we're getting commercials no matter what. Uh, but very interesting. Um, that's kind of one of the first dominoes to fall in the, you know, streamers getting into uh, live events thing. Uh, I know we've obviously had Amazon with Thursday Night Football. We had Peacock. But this is, you know, Thursday Night Football, I feel like is a very different thing than, you know, Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football or any like Sunday football were to go. I mean, this is this is WWE's flagship program. It's been on for 30 some years now. Um, and, you know, WWE now owned by <clears throat> Endeavor, which owns the UFC. They formed TKO Group and they got five billion dollars over something like 10 years to do this. So. They Netflix is going all in on uh, WWE Raw. And it'll be interesting. I think Peacock is up in 2026 with their ability to do the, what do they call them now? Uh, premier live events. They don't call them pay-per-views anymore. So they're they're up with that. And then the catalog. Interesting to, to know if Netflix wants to get involved with that business. If there was something in the contract that gives them like first right of refusal. On, uh, on bidding on that or something, but uh, very interesting, very interesting. TV uh, TV viewership obviously going down on linear cable, as they call it, uh, so uh, very interesting to track. I, I find it fan, fan, uh, what, fan not fantastic, fan, fan, what, what is the word I'm looking for here? I'm, I'm dumb. I can't speak. I find it, fa fa what? What is wrong with me? I wish I have to move on. I find it very interesting. There's a word that means interesting that I can't think of. I'm an idiot. Uh, in other streaming and things like that news, uh, Barstool has partnered with Rumble to move, I, I'm guessing, the video versions of their podcast to Rumble. I think that's an exclusive deal. I read about it earlier this week and then now have forgotten all about it. Barstool, Rumble, let's look. Rumble announces partnership with Barstool Sports. Uh, Rumble, the high-growth video platform, announces partnership with Barstool Sports. The partnership will provide Rumble users with access to all Barstool Sports content on the platform, including live streams. Additionally, Barstool will market and promote Rumble as their preferred video home. The wide-ranging partnership will also include an advertising arrangement for under which both companies will be I think also uh, Portnoy took some some stock from Rumble, and that was part of the deal was that Portnoy, Portnoy took a little ownership in Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. Who knows? I, I'm, I'm an idiot today. I read about this and then forgot it, but uh, good deal for Portnoy. I think it was like three hundred some million, but some of it, some of it was in stock and ownership and things of things of that nature. So uh, good for him. Oh, oh, we want to talk about dumb. I mean, there's me. Obviously, I'm pretty dumb, but the U.S. Olympic golf uniforms are so bad, so bad, like disgustingly bad, like. Who Jay Lindbergh, who has just been putting out awful shit for um, Victor Hovland to use, has come up with these trash-ass things. I mean, good God, how awful are these? I have to share my screen. 
We got video here, people. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Jay Lindbergh unveils Olympic uniforms for Team USA. Look at that dog shit. Like, are you serious? What is what is this? The hoodie? I like the back of it. I'm guessing the front of it's probably awful in some way, shape, or form. I don't mind this thing, this pullover, but the the undershirt with the what what is this? Why is this dude in all white in a turtleneck? Mock turtlenecks are not cool. These are so bad. So bad. I mean, good God. You get someone who looks less comfortable playing, like, in golf stuff, too. Oh, God, they get worse. Look at that bag. Oh. She looks like a tennis player in the 70s. What is that? What is that? Good God. It's just... Oofta. More oofta. Lots of oofta today. Um, speaking of oofta, uh, this was the first part's not an oofta. The Packers fired Joe Barry. So Joe Barry is out as defensive coordinator. The problem, the oofta in this, is that there's discussions that he may stay on in another role. And, you know, there's players already coming out being like, oh, we love Joe. I get it, man. He's probably a nice guy. He's Matt LaFleur's friend. Players like him, but like the his his answer to the defense wasn't working, and I don't know, man. I think you just got to get that out of the building. If he's if he, I'm again, I'm not trying to trash the guy personally. Don't know him. I'm an idiot. I've made that very clear today. But like, you just got to move on. Sometime uh, Packers also uh, fire their their strength and conditioning coach. That seems. I mean, fucking. There's always somebody injured for the Packers. Maybe we can we can work on that. Maybe we can work on that. Um, Jim Harbaugh is the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. He's going to pair up with Justin Herbert. That that kind of seemed like what everybody was thinking. Harbaugh has kind of got this reputation as a little bit of a, a quarterback whisperer, if you will. And, you know, Justin Herbert's a, an extremely talented uh, young quarterback, and now he gets a uh, an offensive-minded head coach uh, to replace Staley, who I believe the Packers showed interest in and for their D coordinator as well. But, yeah, that'll be, uh, you know, on paper, on paper, it's a great match. Uh, when when execution comes, we will, we will see what happens when the rubber meets the road, if you will, when rubber meets the road. I was at the gym the other day. And, yes, I do go to the gym, despite my doughy appearance. Uh, I was just working out, and I cannot stand when this happens. There's a guy, and he's deadlifting. And he wasn't even deadlifting that much. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't you know, light by any stretch of the imagination. But it's like, it wasn't crazy amounts. And every single time, he is just slamming the bar and the weights back off the ground. You know, there's a little platform. And, you know, they've got the Olympic weights. They're, you know, they're the ones that can hit it. And it's just like he gets up and he's just like throwing it down. It's like, just fucking set the weight down, man. We get it. We get it. You're fucking deadlifting. You're deadlifting in the middle of the gym. Cool, buddy. Cool. Real cool. 
Grow up. Loser. Just lay your, set your weight down. Um, I did a 26-hour fast Thursday into Friday. I was uh, I was on the road for work, and uh, just the way the um, uh, my schedule set up, I didn't eat lunch until like two o'clock, two thirty. So then when I got home, I wasn't really hungry. I was I didn't get home till like eight thirty, uh, and I just kind of went to bed. So I woke up the next day. I was like, I'm I'm halfway, like I'm halfway there to a twenty four hour fast. I might as well just like keep it going. So I did. So I made it till about four thirty before we uh, had a had an early dinner, um, and uh, yeah, just kind of went with it. I also then that evening went on to uh, go see. Uh, got a last minute invitation to go see Shane Gillis live. Uh, his stand up that was pretty cool. Uh, it only took me fucking an hour to find a parking spot in Madison, uh, and I remembered as I was doing that why I don't go. Uh, leave my house that much. Uh, but yeah, Shane Gillis was funny. Uh, his couple openers were funny. So yeah, it was a good time. I also saw this uh, this like v- uh, video on uh, on Instagram that ankle socks are a red flag now. I don't understand. Like, why are ankle socks a red flag? And then like high black socks were also a red flag. So who, who fucking knows? Um... I'm saying this before the game starts. This will show up after uh, I talk about the game. But there was a thing that whoever beats Josh Allen in the playoffs always loses their next game. Uh, the Texans in 2020 beat the Bills and then lost to the Chiefs. <laughs> they were up 20, 21 nothing in that game or 14 nothing in that game. I had them plus 10 that day. Uh, they did not cover. Um, the Chiefs beat the Bills in 2021 and then lost in the Super Bowl to the Bucks. In 2022, the Chiefs beat the Bills again and then lost to the Bengals in the conference title game. In 2023, the Bengals beat the Bills and then lost to the Chiefs in the conference title game. And now, of course, the Chiefs have beat the Bills. Uh, will the Ravens win? Will the Ravens win? I'm going out on a limb and I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. The Chiefs, the Chiefs win the game. The Chiefs win the game. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, NVIDIA, Microsoft, and Google uh, announced a partnership of uh, with the U.S. government on AI research programs. And it turns out uh, politicians have just been buying loads of stock in, in these companies. Um, Pelosi has bought millions. This is from Unusual Whales. Pelosi has bought millions of Navita stock um, before the announcement and also owns millions of Microsoft and Google. I mean, I guess it's not crazy to buy Microsoft and Google, but I'm sure these, no, I'm sure it was just, it wasn't, uh, wasn't a coincidence at all. Uh-huh. Nancy Pelosi's portfolio is up 84% over the last 12 months. Most of which due to the jump in Navita, Google, and Microsoft. I don't think that's a non-starter. We should be on that track. It's amazing that they don't have to just, like, blind trust. It's just disgusting. Um, oh, here's, here's a funny one. Bill O'Brien spent eight years working for Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. Uh, six years for Belichick, two for Saban. Uh, did not win a Super Bowl or, <laughs> or a national championship in that time. They've won 12. 12. 
between them, I think. Uh, I went 340 miles on that road trip I was talking about earlier in the week without making a turn. Um, so that was that was something. Uh, do I have anything else? Or I think I'm about wrapped up. I think I'm about wrapped up. Yeah, that's it. Let's, uh, let me just double check. Yeah, that's, that's everything. Let's, uh, let's go close this thing up. Closing time, everybody. Uh, just want to say thank you again, as always. I appreciate all you guys. Thank you so much. If you want liquid IV, 20% off, promo code is OWH. Uh, and, uh, just thank you again, as always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to producer Kevy. Uh, thanks to the roommate for, for making an appearance today. Uh, back next week, uh, a little Super Bowl preview. See if I can't wrangle up somebody to talk some, some bets with me on that. Uh, we'll be talking about some golf. Probably there's a, a real golf tournament. Now I know I've said that last week too, probably, but, uh, we'll be, we'll be likely talking some golf. UNC Duke. Uh, NHL's on break, so it'll that probably won't be any flyer stock, but maybe there will, but who knows. So uh, until next week, peace. <laughs>